Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. All right, we're going to pick up the conversation midway through. We were talking to Matthew Barnett last week about uh, startups and, and running businesses and working with people. Uh, you're not going to want to miss last week's episode. So if you have missed last week's episode, go back there and listen to last week's episode and then come back here and listen to this episode. Let's dive on in. Yeah. So as far as like if somebody wanted to get started with some of this stuff, what would you recommend starting with? You know what I mean? Would you say, okay, start with, you're saying like support's a pretty quick win. Like, okay, if we wanted to level up our support, like for example, our company, we have a, um, we have a membership that's a monthly fee. It's pretty inexpensive. People can pay monthly and then we do website updates for them every week. So if they have a little, little thing like that, like what are some things that a company like ours could do to just kind of make, make our support a little bit better? I think so. Support for me is having a human there live, okay, um, or available. Yeah. Now, if you as a okay. need to do that, then do it. If you so again, like, our teams around the world, you can get operational support. We tend to, yeah, we, we we've got our search twenty four seven. If you're America based, don't need to go that far. But having someone there, and then when you've got someone with a support question, like this is your opportunity to engage them. I'm like, okay, so hey, hey, did you think about this? Or would you like to do this? You know, or would you like to get involved? Um, so try engagements a different way. I think in terms of so doing monthly updates, you actually you have reasons to talk to your customers every single month. Like that, right. that that's pretty great, yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. There's opportunities to build that relationship. So a lot of companies might, especially e-commerce and things, might not have that outbound opportunity. If they're wanting something off, off each month, every time that happens, build the relationship. And then, you know, when they've been with you for X amount of time, so you you know. And this comes down to data, which is the other missing bucket here, which can be hard to do, is if you start to understand your users. So we know that if someone converts, you know, we have three months to keep them. Like most of our users who leave, leave within three months. So that's mm -hmm. our window to make sure they're kind of hooked. If we see someone who's not, you know, we, we watch what they do in the systems to make sure that they are using it correctly. If they're not doing it correctly, we will invest more time in those users. So, so we are biased. Um, beyond that, we know that to get someone to talk about us to become an advocate tends to happen, you know, after three months and before kind of 12 months. So that's when Amy kind of steps in and she has little triggers that she sets up where she'll send the hammer and postcard. She'll, she'll do the bear thing, you know, she'll, um, kind of like check in on people and see, and see what they're doing and see if she can help out in any way. Like we offer like consult, like people like whenever we do demo calls. Um, so, so when someone signs up and comes in, like a team will hop on board and be like, would you like a demo? Especially if they're not getting started. When they do those calls, they're like, while you have us, like what else do you want help with? Like we, 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 we grow a company. We do thousands of times a month. You know, have you got any roadblocks you'd like to chat to? Like if you got like, yeah, because like, cause they're the guys doing growth and they're like, what can we help with? And they end up having like hour long conversations talking about like Facebook ads, you know, and, and, and things like this. <laughs> because, yeah. because if we help those users, they're going to talk about us and come back. It, it's yeah. all about giving out. Um, so this is not the process part. This mm. is just the human part of it. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. I, I, we don't think in terms of like how much time do we spend on the customer. If a customer will take a day of time, like the team will give them that and they always have done. So we, we, we've obviously grown now, but our mentality is still the same as a startup. If that means we need to hire and put more bums on seats, 
we will do that. Like we're not going get, to get, go operationally. Oh, we need to get you know four percent margin on whatever we do. So we can't hire more people. I'm like, no, I just hire them because because it, it's again, it's a growth lever, so it pays back. So mm. I think this is. I mean, again, this is stuff that you could do on day one. It's you don't need to know about process or data. You can just kind of start going a little bit more o- overboard with customers. Um, like I, like I, I'd say, the next thing is really just to map out map out your customer journey. So so sorry, like as a key takeaway, get a piece yeah. of paper. Map out your customer journey. Like, if you don't know the quite the exact data, just you know, off the top of your head, roughly when do we think someone will come in? When, how long do you think we have to get them to convert? How long do we think they'll stay with us? How do we turn them into someone who's going to go and talk about us and put us on social media? Everything else. Map out the touch points you already have. So, you know, onboarding email day one. If you're doing video, you something like Bonjour. When's that going? You know, when are you when are you doing X Y Z? When are you checking on a monthly basis? When are you you know before they roll over next year, are you checking in prior to that to see if you can upgrade them or, or keep them? Map out those points. And then look at that and just go, like, do those do those align? Are you reaching out, like, ready for the, the key conversion points? And then just chuck in a couple of random ones and go, right, there's a six-month period here where we're not going to talk to this user. Right. Like, you know what? In the middle of that, let's let's chuck in something. Um, let's let's just drop them a line, give them a call, send them a video, send them a, send them a picture. Like, like I was talking to the other day where they send out um, per, and they and they and they're high paying clients, but they send out personalized bobbleheads. So wow. you know, like after this call, like you know, it'd be like me 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 getting a bobblehead made of Mark with like the white glasses, <laughs> you know, like the back seat stuff, and send that out. Yeah, which is obviously if you have a high paying t- like item, but they're like it's gimmicky, but it's awesome <laughs> like, the, yeah. the customers are like and it all goes on twitter and they all start talking about it and they're like and again it's just different you know saying like coffee like like sponsoring like a charity for somebody you know there's all different ways you can do but you need to try and find out what that user it, uh, one kind of word, word of warning here is don't do stuff for the sake of doing it like yeah so we do the bear suits because we have a brand and the tiny customers we have like some people hate a bear thing we're like you're not a customer. <laughs> we have yep. love that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and doing the kids thing is cool because we do it around Halloween. People put kids in bear suits. It, it's great. Um, so don't just, just, just do it for the sake of it. Do it, you know, and the, and, and, and the, and the Holy grail is that person takes the social and they're like, this company is amazing. Look what they've done. Go use them. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I gotta give, uh, yeah, I think some of the things that I come down to the things I struggle with in this area are that I, I do think I'll sometimes like, okay, all right, if, if we need to be profitable, how much time can we spend on each customer, especially if they're paying us X per month? I don't, but I also care a lot about customer experience and I want to make sure customer experience is great. So it sounds like what you're saying is throw a little bit of that, that hesitancy out the window and just go and en- almost like enjoy, like make it a game out of like customer experience and how awesome can you make it for people and don't be too specific like, oh, well, let's measure how many minutes per month we're spending per user and make sure we're charging enough or whatever, but more be like, hey, we know this is going to pay off. It's all about relationships. Let's just go all in and do what we can to help people. And, look, and then it's hard, yeah. Like, But like, I mean, come back, come back to the whole advocate thing, yeah. So, and, and this is a hard one. I think this is where most businesses fail an opportunity. Um, and this is, again, and this kind of ties to the whole support thing is, is how do you turn a customer who enjoys your product and your service and somebody who goes and, and literally brings you in 10 more leads? Now, most customers who self selected advocates still don't bring leads just because they it's not top of mind for them so you know what interesting thing here is that you, if so, if you know someone loves you you can ask them 
You can say, mm-hmm. hey, can you go and leave us a review? And they'll write you a rave review, which someone will, will read and come in. You can say to them, so we have triggers where we're like, would you like to do a case study? And people are like, oh, I'd love to do a case study. Now, th- they're not coming to us and saying, oh, I'd love to do a case study, like often. Right. We specifically ask them. So we make sure that we leverage them. And that's, we do a case study with someone who's in fashion in, in Denmark in e-commerce. We then tell other fashion companies in Denmark, let me read this and, and there we go. So yeah, we, we actually push it and use it. So we make sure that we, we make sure that we get the time back, if you like, you know, so we right. invest the time where yeah. we're successful. We're like, would you mind helping us a bit? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, right. of course, you know, and then vice versa, we'll do the same to them. So I think, again, it, it's a balance. If you find out a way to leverage up these clients, and again, if you have, if you have something like a monthly fee and you're an inbound piece, I'd actually say this is probably easier because you are looking for a bit of scale there. So mm-hmm. all those ones you spent the time on, reach out, get get 50 i mean base camp do a really good job of this get like 50 get 100 case just 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 go crazy yeah use them all and it will start to build momentum and then one day people will come in and, and they'll be like oh i came in because so and so and told me and next and, and you'll start mm. to hear this a lot and you're like and then you'll start to click and you'll go this is this is actually our so for us i think 70 percent of our leads come from referrals that's great we're, we're kind of like that too, because our, with our specific web design process, we spend a lot of time face-to-face on video chat with our clients instead of over email. So we develop a lot of relationships with them that way and they, they love the experience and stuff. So that's kind of our, our main lead source too, is just referrals in that way. So it, 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 really, it really helps out. And I love what you're saying, because to me, what I'm hearing is be generous with your time, but be strategic with it. Don't just be wasteful of your time, but like leverage that and, and be generous to help people, but to do it in a way that you know you're doing it in a smart way that when you're leveraging that time, it's actually going to pay off for you too in the end, kind of. Yeah, like and it's, it's like, you know, like, like like you said, oh, like it'd be great if we can get the CEO on, on the podcast. Like like if you look at like like companies who are like this, who are generally like, I, like you'll hear them all the time talking because everyone... Like I, I used to ask people like when I first came here, I'd like hit up like like the creative director of like one of the biggest telcos and be like, can I just come in for a chat? And he'd be like, yep. Like 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 I caught with like the CEO of like of like Virgin Australia and like like all these people who like you just wouldn't think you can get through to. And I hit them up and I'd be like, I'm new to Australia. I'm looking to get into business. Like I just like I love what you do. I like some advice. And 90% of people were like, yeah, of course I have a coffee. Of course I wow. of course I catch up. And it was just me being it helped out that I was a bit younger as well because people like to help young people. Um, you know, and I always say that after podcast, like if you want to reach out to me, hit me up on LinkedIn. If you like some advice, like I'm here to help, I'm here to give back. Hmm. Most most people surprisingly don't. Um, but if you just like, yeah, just ask. Like 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 wow. like, like be cheeky, do it. <laughs> like people want to help. Like they really do. People are good. People are good. That's awesome. Well, you know, I would love to to shift our conversation a little bit. You know, I think. Uh, customer service and um, surprising and delighting, as I like to call it, um, is one of those things that can definitely create raving fans and and people who are going to share your brand and, and your message and stuff like that. Um, I'd love to talk to you a little bit now about just starting a company and some of the hardships that you experienced and, um, you know, some of the things that uh, you kind of learned along the way that maybe you can share with us as far as some do's and don'ts and some mistakes that you made earlier on as you were growing your company and, uh, some, you know, big wins and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I would love to, I'd love to, I'd love to hear that. So really I would say, you know, what is one thing of advice that you would give to somebody, 
um, that's starting out, that's trying to grow a business and uh, is looking to kind of take things to the next level? I think my other two things, if you're looking to start a business to start like to get, get going, number one thing is go and get a dollar off somebody. So if you've got an idea for business, don't spend six months planning it out and, and building the, the perfect process and building the website and everything else. Um, you know, chat to Ben, get a website up in one day and go and sell, and go and sell something tomorrow. Yeah. Like, like seriously, like that quick, like don't, don't stop to think, just mm. do it. If you, if you know, if you, if you're trying to sell mm. like, we'll take e-commerce, e-commerce is easy. Yeah? Like, so you try to sell a new product, but get some samples in, put a one day website up, get it out there and see if anyone buys it. Now, the reason I say this is because somebody giving you money for something and not your mum, you know, or uncle Jim, like somebody like a stranger giving you money for something is the number one validation that something could have potential. Okay. It doesn't mean you've definitely got a business, but it's, but it go, it like de-risks it by 90%, I would say. Like money talks, you know, like that, that's the thing. So then if you can sell a couple more. So, so when we launched our company, we put a, we had a free, we're like, we'll have a free pound as well. And then we put a little paywall of like $15 and somebody paid within like the first day. And we're like, <laughs> like, like uh, $15. And we, went spent it, we went and spent it on beer. Yeah. We got like, <laughs> it. It doesn't get you much, but you know, yeah. And, and then next day we had a couple more and we were like, okay, look, people are paying for this. that so we don't know this is, there's something here. So that internally hmm. helps you. And this is again a day one. Now, obviously if you're past the stage where you have clients paying and they come in on board, I think, you know, have a, maybe one thing is like, before you even go any further, just have a very honest conversation with yourself about what kind of company you want to build. And so, you know, you, you have a, a like lifestyle companies and then you might want to have like, you know, a small medium business. You might want to have like, like a scaling business you might want to go and raise 10 million dollars and take over the world so have a and don't just and don't fall into the trap of being like you know want to go raise 10 million dollars take over the world with my you know goldfish food store um yeah like that like 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 be be honest to yourself if if anyone else like understand what it is you want out of it what is it that you wanted did you have an idea of what kind of company you wanted to create yeah so we went out and we actually did do fundraising and grow from there Okay. Um, personally, I want to grow a big team. I want to do something pretty, pretty impactful. This is not the last business for me. Um, you know, yeah. like my ultimate goal is to get into, into kind of like starting a fund for, for what, for like wildlife. So that's my end goal. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think I will leave more of a legacy. I think to do that, you need a lot of experience. So this is my experience run. This is my, my, my learning curve and hopefully getting a bit of a war chest to go out and, and do something like more impactful. So, I know that, and there might be a business in between that as well. So I know what I'm doing and mm-hmm. stepping stones to get to that end goal. Like I, th- this thing here is not, is not the fund. Yeah. So like, but it, it should enable it down the line. So again, understand where you are. You know, if you're 20 years old and you're starting a business, don't expect to sell at 25 and, and retire, you know, because those yeah. stories are one in a million. And secondly, you're going to get bored. Like, like, I, like there's fat, like fans I know here in Australia who sold, they they kick their feet around for like four months and they're like yeah so i'm starting another company <laughs> like they're like, they're like two year off plans just yeah they, they, like, they like buy a boat six months later they sell the boat and they're starting another company like it, it doesn't like you get like if you're that kind of person you get bored yeah so understand what it was as you want and if you want a lifestyle business that's awesome yeah i mean like you know and it, it's okay because that 
that might end up becoming the big thing, you know, like look at Pat Flynn's like a good example where he was doing what he loved and then, and, and now he is where he is. Um, it, it might be out of control. You might, it might open other doors. It might open doors to new, to new businesses and other products. You know, like, like with us, we started one company. We now most of our resources go into the, into the new company and, that, and that's fine because it's part of the journey. So understand what it is you want and therefore start to build around that. If you don't need to raise, raise funds, do, do not raise funds. Like just, just don't even go there. Don't waste your time because it is a massive time suck. Focus on customers and off you go. Um, you know, like think about family and stuff as well and what, and what you want for them, you know, depending, you know, where you are in your kind of life, life stage as well. Yeah. You said that you, you have a, a, a child. I have a 20, we just did a, um, we actually just got back from doing a 46 K hike over three days with our, with our 20 month old daughter. So my, so my wife, oh my, my wife carried him on the back the whole way <laughs> through, through, the, through the mountains. So as well, wow. that's hard. That's, that's hardcore. Crazy. So then what do you think about as far as, you know, now you're a dad and you think about like trying to balance family life and making sure that your kid grows up uh, with you in their life? You know, I mean, do you set up any type of uh, processes or uh, boundaries around trying to do your best to, to stay involved and not get sucked into the business? Yeah. So like, I'm lucky that I started this before I had a family, I'd say, um, because it, look you're gonna put time in yeah and doing what we're doing with that kind of growth thing you need to put in a lot of, like a lot of time like ultimately um now where we're at you know i still i still will do 50 60 hour weeks as a norm but i do that by starting at five five in the morning so i will finish mm-hmm. and go pick up my daughter at four and then spend three hours with her every day on the weekends like so when we were away like one of the reasons i go hiking in the middle of nowhere is because there's no reception so i just turn it off or I put my phone on, or I put my phone on like airplane mode. It's not just like it's not just customers here. Like like if you, when you have a team around the world in every time zone, like Slack, and we use Slack. Like I come back from like four days off, and there's like a hundred Slack messages, and I'm like, okay, good. So <laughs> you just need to let everyone know you're off. Like be fine with that. You need to take moments when you switch off completely. I think it's very important for your family. Um, I think that's easier today than it used to be. Yeah, my, 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 my father ran a business. He was flying to the States every two weeks and back to the UK. Um, you know, all, all of our businesses in the States, mostly I don't need to fly there because we have, we have video and we have zoom and it's, you know, it, so it's easier to carve out time for your family. I think, um, make sure mm. you do, you know, and, and, you know, again, if you are starting out, yeah, you're going to need to put some time in, but, but recognize when that's enough. And when you're at a stage where, like, 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 like you, you, your decisions might change. You might say, I want to do a high growth company and you get there and say, you know what, actually I'm, I'm very happy taking a, taking a fat wage and, you know, running a business that allows me to spend, you know, three days a week with, with my kids. If that's what you want, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what about, uh, you know, mistakes? Like what are some of the biggest mistakes you made and what are, what are some of the things that you learned? you know, through those mistakes. Yeah. So we, we tried a business before all of this and we definitely, um, launched it too late. I'd say this is about the first thing we didn't get, we didn't get money. We, we did actually get, so we actually did get money, but we didn't get validation, um, in terms of like users sticking around. So we had a business that was very emotionally good that people paid money for, but then didn't actually get activated on. And so after that dollar, hmm. the next stage is make sure someone's activated. So watch what the, don't like sneak on them, but like use analytics, like in any way you can and, you know, see if they're using the product. If you're an e-commerce company, see if they come back and repurchase. If you're a consultancy, see if they come back to repurchase as well. 
So, you know, like the first sale, the first sale is great. Like, do they pay again? Yeah, because that means that you have, mm. you've, number one, you've got the money off. And secondly, they're coming back for more. That, 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 that first 90% risk, you've just done it again. So, so, yeah. so get the first money, get your first dollar, and then get someone to come back and pay another dollar after they've experienced life with the first dollar. Do those, do those quickly. You know, you'll hear a lot of chat about like minimum buyer products and whatever else. Um, when you're first starting, that, that's great. I, I, do, I do think as you get bigger, you probably want to start to kind of like clamp down a bit on kind of quality and start to spend a bit more time on things. But at the beginning, you've got nothing to lose. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, like, and you think people care? doesn't matter yet. Like, uh, this, is, this is something that gets me. So, like, our funnel is big. And then I talk to like, there's a company out here called, called Biteable, who's like video editing stuff and they're in Tasmania. And their funnel is, like, I look at their funnel and I'm like, I'm like, wow, it's a big world. I'm like, that is insane. And then, the, and then, and, and then I was talking to the founder. He's like, oh, you know, I talked to another company. And I looked at their funnel. And I thought our funnel was tight. So like, so like, it just gets bigger <laughs> and bigger. And, and like, and, and literally, there are there are, you know, millions and millions of businesses out there. If you're B two B, there are billions of consumers out there. The world is a lot smaller. There's no reason why you guys can't be selling into France or into Kathmandu. Like, it's, it's much easier today. So. So if you think if you make mistakes in the early days, do not worry about it. Like really don't because there's more where they came from and there's and there's so many more. You know, you know, mm. if you've never traveled travels hard right now, but if you if you don't believe me, like go and backpack through like Asia. <laughs> it'll, just, it'll it'll blow your mind and you're like, oh okay. There's, there's always more customers. <laughs> yeah. There's there's still customers <laughs> there's out customers. there. <laughs> oh, it's it's like 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 I know it and I still can't quite get my head around it. You know, like even with us, the guys are like, oh, the funnel's doing really well. I'm like, yeah, but you realize it could, it could be a hundred times bigger and we still wouldn't meet meet all the cut. Like it, yeah, it's, again, it's it's crazy. Like, right. The scale of things can get to. So, you know, be positive and you're gonna make mistakes, it's fine. You know, deal with them in the correct way. I mean, there's another thing here is like be you know the, the moral line it, it's up to you but i'd say always go on the on the white side um it's just not worth the risk that you get ever get it if, you, if you're ever questioning yourself and going should we do this or shouldn't we do this honestly right yeah well, just don't, do don't just don't do it you don't need to yeah yeah what about uh you as a leader i mean it seems like you have a pretty large team like how, how do you stay motivated and how do you continue to like just encourage your team and, and, uh, you know, make things a great place to make, make your, you know, environment a great place to be. Yeah. So we do all hands meetings once a month. Um, it's kind of hard now because States, South Africa, Philippines, Australia, UK, like someone's always got wine. Someone's always got coffee. It's always like, <laughs> <the spectrum>. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we did. So this, this is one thing that actually is hurting us. Uh, I still think there's a point when you need to get together. It doesn't matter how global you are. So we would do team retreats once a year. So we would get the whole team, you know, mm. went to Scotland, to Edinburgh, like the whole team went there. The whole team came to Australia and went went up and down the coast. We were going to get a, um, like the States uh, or maybe the Philippines. That's, we had one planned. We had to cancel everyone's flights because of the whole Australia lockdown. So I think that's actually hurting yeah. us right now. I, like I, I think online is great to a point, but I think you have to break bread. You know, and when mm -hmm. we do those retreats, um, it's an expense. It's worth it because everyone is able to work better afterwards. But, you know, like each day, like I'll just set up teams of people to do cooking. 
So we tend to like rent a house. We don't go out to like some fancy restaurants and stuff. We we, we rent a house and people go and buy food and they do the cooking because I think it's a really awesome way to mix. We used to make it mm. at the beginning. We were like, it's all about work. It's definitely not all about work now. It's like 10% work and 90% just like like having fun. Um, we bring everyone in from all over, all over the country. It, it, it really opens your eyes to how people are, how you work together. It, it's super important. It's easier if you're in the same country for sure. Um, otherwise, we do stand-ups. So, I mean, like, there's other little processes. You know, we use Slack a lot. Um, I really encourage people to get on calls and talk because you will lose community. No matter how good you are, you lose communication in Slack. Like it's pretty hard. Like tempers can flare because you don't understand how it goes. Different time zones again. It's really hard because if you're annoyed with someone and they're asleep, like what what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, we released a like a free screen recording and, and, and screencast tool um, on Bonjuro um, because we needed it. So now as a team, we use that. If you want to use it, it's free. Go go check it out. Like get used to doing videos for each other rather than just Slack messages because your tone of voice comes across, yeah, and you yeah. know everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's better for comms. Um, we do stand ups in there. We have we have a channel where everyone like pings in what they're doing each day, so everyone in the company is aware. Like from every single person, like I do it. Yes, yeah, so people know what I'm doing. Um, and then just just generally try and get try and get teams to hop on calls. So I, like our UK team does a breakfast a week. Um, here in Australia, we do a breakfast a week, um, and we bring in our Philippines team and our US team, um, who are a bit later in the day. So we make sure the team gets together. You know, then my development team are doing standups every day. The marketing team probably do standups every couple of days. So encourage your team to talk because like as a leader, like it counts. It doesn't mean like if everyone's asleep when I'm awake, then it's not very helpful. So you need to, you know, empower teams to go and start to do their own things and help each other out and support and if you think someone's and this is hard in line if you think someone's having a hard time and right now with the global situation you know if someone's stuck in a flat in the middle of london and they can't get out like they mm-hmm. usually intuition they're probably gonna be having a hard time like make sure other people in that country who are on the time zone are checking in and um are kind of there for them as well yeah what are some good resources that that have inspired you uh do you read books or do you uh, visit a particular website or, you know, what, what are some resources that really keep you going and things that you really enjoy? Yeah. So I read at least a book a week. Um, I'd say, um, everything like I'm, I'm pretty broad in what I read. Um, some blogs, I don't, I don't read a lot of blogs. I like, I tend to read some, some articles. So like, you know, like we're looking at remote working, mm-hmm. like I read stuff from like base camp and Zapier and stuff like back, back in the day, which was great. Um, just been reading Rand Fishkin's, um, lost and founder, which, which is pretty cool. Um, one book I love, so it's called books I love. Um, and then all that new there's, um, the hard thing about hard things, uh, hmm. which is a very much like a kind of venture capital raise funds. Yeah. It's good as a grounding piece. Cause you read it and you're like, Oh no, my life's pretty easy. <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, so like, and this is obviously like, like, like big companies, high stakes, but, it, but it's good because it makes you realize there's other ones. Um, uh, I like, uh, there's a book called Traction, which talks about um, different channels to go through to get customers. There's a book called The Viral Loop, which is about trying to get customers to get more customers. Um, the other thing I do is I actually run a group of founders here in Australia. So there's about 200, 250 in kind of the group, in, in the wider group. And what we do is we do a trip once every four months. So we do we do one in the spring, one in the autumn, and then one in the winter. And um, it's something that started off as a couple of us going surfing before work. 
And we just chat about stuff. And then a few more guys joined. And then we decided to do it as like a like a weekend away. And there were 10 of us. Now we, we get about 60 people on a trip. We hire up like, like, like a whole location. Most people surf or kite surf or go fishing. Like, like, like we, we do outdoor stuff all day long. People pair off and kind of do their thing. We have a few talks in the evening. So if someone's raised some money or if someone's just fired a founder or someone's or someone might, might talk to their unique kind of growth channel, um, what they do. And we have kind of three of those fireside chats um, and people on the, on the trip cook as well. So like a group of people will go and sort the food for that, for that weekend. It's very much a group, group of friends. Um, most of us are tech founders, but there are other business owners there and everyone brings their, 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 their wives, their husbands and their kids. So it's very family. Um, so it's not, it's not that kind of like, it, 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 there's not much structure to it. It's like we have these talks in the evening that everyone knows is going to happen. Everyone hangs out, has friends. And then what happens is obviously off the back of that, people get together for, you know, like drinks and, and dinners and they catch up and they have chats on, on Facebook and people are hitting a, a problem. There's a massive support network. They can hit up and be like, hey, has anybody else done this? Um, that's been probably the best thing we've done. It's more important than any book. So really just connecting with people, like, you know, finding people in a similar life space and connecting with them. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, Ben and I, I mean, that's one thing that has been just so beneficial for me is just obviously we do the show together and, and then we get to meet up uh, once a year. And uh, it's I think you're right on. It's like the whole idea that, you know, iron sharpens iron when you are around someone else uh, who's going through something similar you can feed off of them and grow. And um, so really not isolating yourself and hiding away, but really getting involved and, and connecting, I think seems like a, a, a really, you know, big thing. Yeah, like, when you first start, you know, if, if you're starting a business, like people around you are saying, oh, you're crazy. Why, why, would, you, why would you start a business during COVID? Yeah. Then, then very simply go and find some other people who are like, yeah, we're starting a business too. This is great. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like you're in the minority, like you are. And not everyone will get it. So go and find those who are positive about it. Um, look, and the way we did it, you know, through, again, look at, looking back in hindsight, how would I build it? I had to do it again. In, in the group that we had, there were there were people who were like like ahead of us in business and there are people who were behind us, um, but all within like, like a band. So it's not like we had like CEOs of Fortune 500 companies because what they do is actually hard, like it probably isn't that valuable to us. But you want guys who are a couple of steps ahead of you in the oh my guys, I mean girls and guys, a couple of steps ahead of you in the race. And then some behind you that you can help as well. And so you have this band that that you know the, the problems are all within the similar space. You can all help each other, um, vice versa. And again, the whole giving back thing. Um, but as you said, like honestly, like go get that. If people around you are telling you you're crazy, just just give Mark and, and Ben a call. <laughs> you know, they'll big you up. That's right. Love it. Well, man, I feel like I've learned so much. I actually took a few notes. I think I missed a lot of it just because I was so engaged with all the stuff you were saying. But I have a couple quick takeaways that I wrote down from our conversation. Um, one is that support is a huge growth opportunity that a lot of people miss and also a huge differentiator because not a lot of people do it well. So that's a huge opportunity. Um, you said it's really important to understand what type of business you want to grow. Do you want to do a lifestyle business? Do you want to do something that scales to be huge and raise capital? You know, be clear about what you really want. One really great thing I think you said was if you're starting a business, get your first sale or your first dollar. Don't overthink it too much. Get out there, try to make a dollar to validate whether your idea is going to work. And then also make sure people are actually going to give you 
uh, a second dollar another time, you know, make sure they actually stick around. I loved your, some of your remote team tips, like uh, having a once a year team retreat, having all hands meetings if you can. Uh, also talking face-to-face over video more, not just talking on Slack. And I'm definitely going to check out some of those books that you mentioned. So what's one thing you would leave people with as a, as a recommendation of an action they could take that would improve their business like this week? I mean, I'll push repeat that repeat that thing I said earlier, which is the whole automated processes never relationships. Yeah. So that's not, I know that's not a, a specific takeaway. Yeah. But, but I think really think on that. And when you're performing things in your business, keep thinking about that. Because if you can build relationships, like that's the thing that every company can do from day one. And it will get you a, a growth channel because customers will love you. So do automate, just not the relationship part. I love it. Where would you point people that want to learn more about you, follow you, or anything that you'd like to plug or point people to or a tool that you maybe have that you'd like them to try out? Uh, it's two things. So if you want to connect with me, hit me up on LinkedIn. If you type in Papa Bear, that's my official title, uh, <laughs> on, on, on the guy in the bear suit, I think there's like two of us on, on LinkedIn. Um, if you want to reach out, like, don't just connect. Like, if you'd like some help, like ask away. Like My, my time is yours. Um, look, I think if you want to try video, I think give it a shot. Um, look, it's coming anyway. Uh, if you want to check out Bonjour, there's a, there's a really useful thing we have on there. If you have a look, we have a, a thing on there called Funnels. Um, and if you go to Bonjour forward slash video funnel playbook, what we did is we went out to um, 30 of our best performing customers from a range of industry services all through the e-commerce and, and SaaS. And we got them to, to tell us exactly how they use video to um, convert, activate, and retain and, and refer customers. Hmm. So whatever you're doing, there's literally some plug-and-play options that can get you going on day one that is pretty useful if you want to give it a go. See if it works for you. Awesome. Matt, thank you so much for being a part of the Friday Habit. Thanks, guys. Awesome to be here. Yeah. Hey, if you want to learn more about the Friday Habit, head over to thefridayhabit.com. There you'll find show notes uh, for this episode. You can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit system that will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go to thefridayhabit.com slash review and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. That's right. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.